Psalm 139. Verses 23 and 24. Let's read together. Search me, O God. Come on, read it. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you. And lead me along the path of everlasting life. From the Good News Translation, read with me. Examine me, O God, and know my mind. Test me and discover my thoughts. Find out if there is any evil in me and guide me in the everlasting way. One more, the voice. Explore me, O God, and know the real me. Dig deeply and discover who I am. Put me to the test. Open us up, God. Holy Spirit, come. We need something real. We need something true. Make me aware. In these moments, deal with us, God. Turn our hearts to you and give you praise for the word of the Lord today. In Jesus' name, we receive it. We walk in it. And everybody said, wow, come on. I feel the presence of God in this house today. Eight times. In these two passages that we read together, Psalm 139, 23, and 24, eight times the words me, my, and I appear. Me, my, and I. This is a psalm of David. And the psalmist David does not in any way use these words, me, my, and I. He does not use them in a self-centered egotistical manner. In fact, just the opposite is true. And we know this because of one other word that's used revealing the cry of David's heart. It's the word discover. Verse 23, discover my thoughts. From the Good News Translation, the voice, discover who I am. When you study the life of David, there's a theme that surfaces over and over again in his life. David wanted to be God's man at any cost. David wanted to be God's man at any cost. More than anything else, this man wanted nothing to separate him from God. And this is why twice in Scripture we are told that David was a man after God's own heart. When something is stated twice in Scripture, it is 
extremely important. And twice we read that David was a man after God's own heart. He wanted nothing to separate him from God. He wanted to be God's man at any cost. So in this chapter, Psalm 139, it begins by David looking up, verses 1 through 18. If you read Psalm 139, David is looking up. And then in verses 19 through 22, David looks around. He looks around. But then in verses 23 and 24, he looks within. He looks within. He's so intent in his pursuit of God that he prays a very dangerous prayer. He invites God to make a thorough examination of him deep down inside. Search me, O God. The word search means to explore. It means to dig. It means to probe. It's a dangerous prayer. When you go to God and you say, God, (laughs) dig. I'm not just interested in a surface, shallow relationship. David wants more than a surface relationship. He wants God to break through his outer shell and dig down deeply within him. Down to the depths where unspoken thoughts hide out. Down to the depths where unstated motives are hidden. He was ready. David was ready for God to discover anything that would keep him from becoming all that he desired to be and all that God desired him to be. Today I want to minister on this subject, discovering the me I want to be. Discovering the me I want to be. David was a man who had pretty good insight into the condition of his own heart, probably better than most. He had had pretty good insight into the condition of his heart, and yet even he had to cry out to God for help in discovering what was really in there, what was really inside. And he gave God permission to correct anything that God would find wrong or out of order. Examine me, O God. Explore me, O God. Search me, O God. Know the real me. We need something real. Know the real me. I love this verse from the New International Reader's Translation. It says, God, see What is in my heart? Test me. Know what is there. Test me. Know what I'm thinking. See if there's anything in my life you don't like. One translation, the Living Bible says, find 
anything in my heart that makes you sad. See if there's anything in my life you don't like. Help me live in the way that is always right. David knew that if God searched his heart and found sin but never revealed it to him, then no progress would be made since God knew that it was already there to begin with. See, listen to this. He knew, David knew that if God searched him and found sin within him but never revealed it to David, then no progress would be made since God already knew about the sin to begin with. It's like if you went to your doctor for a yearly checkup. He ran tests. He looked at the results. And with you sitting there and he's looking at the results, he says, hmm, wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, dear. And then he turned to you and said, okay, see you next year. And he walked out of the room. What good would that do you? It would, it would mess you up, right? David's driving passion is to discover all that God wants him to be. So he asked God to start with his thought life. Discover my thoughts. He's, he's, he's asking the Lord to put him to the test so as to discover any distracting thoughts. In other words, he's saying, find out which thoughts carry me away from intimacy with you, O God. Show them to me so that I can understand them and their effect on my walk with you. Put me to the test in my thought life. I want to discover, God, any distracting thoughts. In other words, thank you. He is crying out to God for God to reveal anything that would, any thought that would hinder him in becoming all that he wants to be. Any thought that would stifle, any thought that would cause him to be paralyzed in becoming all that he, David, wants to be. A man of God at all costs. Show me, oh God, so I can understand their impact and their effect on my walk with you. And to discover the me that I want to be, number one, discover God's way of thinking. To discover the me that I want to be. What do you want to be? Maybe we should start there. Maybe we should title this message, Discover the Me That I Need to Be. Where, what do you desire? What do you want to be? To discover the me that I want to be, I have to discover God's way of thinking. The reason David asked God to discover his way of thinking is that he might rid himself or be rid of all distracting thoughts that would keep him bound to the insignificant, that would keep him bound to the unimportant, that would keep him bound to the trivial. 
he, that would keep him bound to the false, to the false. He, he's, he's crying out to God that the thinking, the thought life, my thought processes that are distracting me, keeping me bound. Lord, examine me. God, test me. Oh God, find out. Help me. And so, it's incredibly important that we understand that the only thoughts that God has about you are true ones. God, I want you to discover any thought in me that's false. And you need to understand that the only thoughts God has about you are true ones. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Then you will call upon me, and you will come and pray to me, and I will hear and heed you. Then you will seek me, inquire for, and require me as a vital necessity. And find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will release you from captivity. Oh, how many of us need to be set free in our thinking? How many of us need to discover freedom in the area of our thought life? In Jesus' name. So if you want to be near to God, if you want to draw close to God, and walk with God, you have to join God in His way of thinking. If you really want to draw close to God and walk with God, you've got to join God. You have to discover God's way of thinking. You will rise no higher than the level of your thought life. Oh, that God would give us his people, the mind of Christ, that we would begin to think as God thinks. You see, and his way of thinking, listen to me, this is so important. God's way of thinking deals only in reality. We need something real. God's way of thinking deals only in reality, which means we cannot be near God or walk close to God if we're living in a fantasy world. Come on, take hold of this. We cannot be near God to be all that we want to be. Do you truly desire to be a man or woman of God? Then you and I have to embrace this and understand this. We cannot walk near Him or walk close to Him if we're living in a fantasy world. If I'm believing things about myself that are not true, then I'm moving into a world that is not the same world God presides over. I'm going to say that again. If I'm believing things about myself that are not true, then I'm moving into a world 
that is not the same world God presides over. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing what we believe about ourselves. For example, when I see bad behavior in you, I attribute it to your flawed character. When I see bad behavior in you, I attribute it to your flawed character. But when it happens to me, I attribute it to extraordinarily trying circumstances. When you yell at your kid, you have an anger problem. When I yell at mine, it's my kid's fault for misbehaving. Come on, we're all as guilty as we can be, right? (laughs) So if I want to become one who walks with God, I will have to wake up from whatever dream world I'm in and come back to reality. The challenge comes when I don't know the truth about myself. Jeremiah chapter 17, notice we're in Jeremiah today. I've been in Jeremiah for a while. Jeremiah chapter 17 verses 9 and 10 says, The heart is hopelessly dark and deceitful, a puzzle that no one can figure out. But I, God, search the heart and examine the mind. I get to the heart of the human. I get to the root of things. I treat them as they really are, not as they pretend to be. Woo! Proverbs chapter 21 verse 2 says, People may think they are doing what is right, but the Lord examines the heart. We need something real. We need something true. Oh God, we need you. Holy Spirit, come. When I invite God to examine my life, to get down to the root of things, and then surrender to his way of thinking, I will begin to discover and grow in the truth of who I am in him. Secondly and finally, to discover the me that I want to be. Oh, I love this. (laughs) This is so awesome. To discover the me that I want to be. Have Have you ever stopped yourself and said, I really don't want to be this way? I really don't. I thought I would be so much further along. I don't want to be like this. I want to be like, and here's our problem. I want to be like, him like her uh uh-uh. uh lift up your eyes <laughs> to discover the me that i want to be number 2 discover the mission of the holy spirit and that mission is to make me holy to discover the me that i want to be i have to discover the mission of the Holy Spirit. Today in worship, we just sang of the, to, of the Holy Spirit, inviting the Holy Spirit to come. I have to understand the mission of the Holy Spirit. Do you want to be a person whose walk with God is intimate and deep? I mean intimate and deep. Honestly now, Is Christianity to you, is it simply a ticket to heaven for you? Or is it the very root and foundation of your life? 
What do you want to be as a believer? What do you want to be as a Christian? Go on a journey of discovery. Open up and say, God, examine me and bring to light. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come. I need something real. I need something true. Oh, God, I need you. Come, Holy Spirit, come. I I want you to complete your mission in me. Make me holy, godly, set apart for your unique design and purposes to be fulfilled in my life. I'm serious about this thing. I'm not interested in playing games. Honestly, is Christianity, is following Jesus simply a ticket to heaven for you? A fire escape from hell? Or is it the very root and foundation of your life? Is this business of Bible reading and Bible study and prayer, cell and church attendance, baptism, praise and worship, is this just something to calm your guilt? Or to occupy your Sundays? On the other hand, if Christ has gotten a solid grasp of your will and you've become genuinely serious about spiritual things, then you and I must make discovery daily, by the way. It it really needs to be daily, not just when we're together weekly. But daily, we need to make discovery of the Holy Spirit's goal, His end goal in our lives is holiness, a people set apart, a people separated. They have been separated from the world. They walk, they talk, they live differently. This is what it's all about, to discover the me that I want to be. I need to discover the deep work of the Holy Spirit in my heart and in my life through the conviction and the power of the Holy Spirit every day in my life. I'm, I'm coming to that place of seriousness with Him. With God's Spirit at work with us, God's wonderful promise of the new covenant in Jeremiah 31, verse 33 and 34, it can be fulfilled. With God's Spirit at work in us, God's wonderful promise, His covenant His wonderful promise of the new covenant, which Jeremiah prophesied. This is the new covenant, which Jeremiah prophesied hundreds of years before Christ. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor, saying, Know the Lord. For they all shall know the Lord, from the least Of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin. I will remember no more. So through the conviction and the power of the Holy Spirit, you will not indulge the sinful acts of the flesh. And those acts are found in Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 21. But you will bear 
the good fruit of the Holy Spirit. By God, through the Holy Spirit, taking the law of God and writing it upon your heart. As you open your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to come, the Bible says he will guide you into all truth. Jesus said when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of himself, but he will take that which I have spoken unto you and he will reveal it. You'll you'll discover, you'll begin to have, the Holy Spirit will help you to make discovery as that word is written on your heart. And then you begin to bear good fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, Galatians 5, 22 through 25. Becoming a godly person, church, it takes time. But along the way, it requires those times when you expose your inner, entire inner being to God's searching. It does take time, but the Holy Spirit is so faithful. And there are times when you have to open your entire being to God's searching and you welcome any insight the Holy Spirit might give you regardless of the difficulty involved in facing it. That's why the scriptures, one of the scriptures we read, I love this. It says, put me to the test and watch how I handle the strain. Examine me. See if there's an evil bone in me. So there are times, and you may be there right now. You may be in that place right now. There are times and seasons in our life where we open our entire inner being to God. We invite the Holy Spirit to come and work deeply. Help us to discover that which is keeping us from being all that we want to be. Regardless of the difficulty that's involved in facing me, I I still want God to keep it real. I really want God by His Spirit to keep it real. And you know what? By and by, the daily grind of unholy habits that keep you captive, they're going to begin to fall away. And you will be saying to the Lord, I gladly open all the closets of my life, Father. I gladly open every room, every corner. Holy Spirit, go to the deepest recesses of my heart. Take everything that's offensive to you, anything that makes you sad. Anything, oh God, that is of the world, take it out. Holy Spirit, come. 
Holy Spirit, come. Pastor, I, I want to discover the me that I want to be. And I, I realize it's going to require my opening up. I've got walls, barriers, hurts, wounds. I'm not disciplined in my thought life. There's things really deep inside, down deep in me. I want to open up today. I want to go on this journey of discovery. I want to be at any cost. I want to be a child of God that is serious. Setting aside all the fun and games right now, Pastor. I'm just inviting the Holy Spirit. Deal with me. Take me on this journey of discovery. Holy Spirit, I need something real. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for our year of discovery. God, thank you for the privilege we have today of receiving your word and Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit we invite you right now come and reveal to us Holy Spirit come and take us on this journey take out of us anything that would offend you you're gentle as a dove Oh, that we might walk in a place of holiness before you, oh God, that our hearts would our hearts would be broken in your presence. That you would see, as you saw in David, a man, a woman after your own heart. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us wherein we failed you. Forgive us and cleanse us. Wash us by the blood. And bring us into that place of intimacy with you. We're hungry. We're ready. We long to know you. We long to know you. Write your word on our hearts, God. Write your laws on our hearts, God. That we might not break them any longer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody have an amazing week of discovery this week. Come on, let's discover and live by the Holy Ghost this week. God bless you.